0: So our story, Make the Perfect Sandwich. Now, just as a little, you know, tidbit into the back of that, what's nice here is that while they were making characters, I was making little bullet point notes of, you know, how I thought maybe getting the magic back would be and maybe where this leads to finding fame through skill. You know, I was doing what GMs do, kind of coming up with some ideas. Now, the idea for the vision rolls is now it's supplemented all of the things I came up with. And honestly, the best part of it is it's not just up to what I came up with. I took the best of what everyone came up with. So it was more than just relying on one person's ideas. It was all of ours. Um, and in some ways, obviously, I got better stuff than I would ever, ever come up with by myself. So that's the feel of where this vision rules come from. So where I think we start is that, Michael, your character is going to visit Kevin's character. So we have Stanwich who, like you had mentioned, has an incentive to getting this perfect sandwich from who you think is the best person qualified to help you get that is Quasine. Uh Quasine, where do you spend your days? Are you at the restaurant these days or is that mostly resigned to your uh second hand sort of person? Are you more reclusive?
1: Uh I, I've become pretty reclusive, honestly. Like I stay in my mansion of many kitchens, uh sometimes dabbling and a little bit of magic, not so much. Uh, I only leave when when Shortstack needs my help somewhere.
0: Okay. So, Mike, you were with Shortstack, and you were going to the Mansion of Kitchens. <laughs> okay. Um, Kevin, Shortstack, do you have any uh, input on what he looks like? Or is that free for me?
1: Uh, that's free. Do what You will.
0: Okay. So, Shortstack is obviously a heavyset, short individual with a tall uh, culinary hat and a pristine culinary suit. Uh, an apron that is smashed into his pocket that contains all of the dirt that he would have on his person. <laughs> Otherwise, the two of you are walking to the mansion. I'm thinking of this very much in like a very sort of fairy tale sort of story in the way that like you are walking outside of town. And these are like the, the bright green grass into the hills and the cobblestone road that leads you towards a mansion in the distance, which is the mansion of kitchens. Okay. As you arrive, I imagine you see garden sculptures that are all built in shapes and sizes of different kinds of food. You know, there's French fry shrubs and, you know, hamburger, uh, (laughs) bushes and such. Um, as you walk up the, the castle (laughs) itself. Yeah. The castle, well, the castle, the mansion itself, I imagine would look a lot like one of them sort of, uh, McDonald's that where they try to make it like a keep with a, sort of the uh, fun balls and stuff on the sides. It's colorful. <laughs> nice. yeah.
2: So I want to I pick a flower yeah. at, at some point along the way, and, and I sniff it, and then I'll actually like <laughs> taste one of the petals.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, because we'd like to know if there was anything odd about that outcome, why don't you make a roll for it? So you okay. have a tasting skill, which uniquely yes. is the only reason why I would prompt this. <laughs> Okay. I am the best at yeah. tasting. Now, did you? Would you have picked this in particular because you thought it tasted like something, or did you just grab something at random?
2: It wasn't. It wasn't at random. But again, I'm playing this as I know as someone who knows they're going to die, and I wonder how many more times can I smell a flower. Okay. And but anytime I smell anything, it just sort of they, they go together. I'll you know just taste it just to see. So okay. So you're gonna roll one die under
0: your reason and one die under your tasting.
2: Okay. So double freezing. Both of them are successful. Okay.
0: Let me know if you have a row of doubles. Doubles always give us a critical version of an outcome. Okay. Okay. All right. So double successful. What would be like the ideal taste or beauty that you get out of this flower?
2: Because we're nearby the mansion of many kitchens, uh, this flower has absorbed a lot of sort of the aromas from all the kitchens and even though it's just a wildflower it has this sort of cornucopia of flavors it's like thanksgiving dinner over the course of a few seconds i just all these different i'm just you know c- cascading flavors and uh it's it's one of the best moments i've ever had in my life
0: <laughs> i have a feeling the short stack looks over to you as you've probably stopped walking <laughs> as you have I, this sort i'll of, hand it out like to him like mm-hmm, amazing mm-hmm. experience what could you possibly be tasting from that? It's uh it's merely a flower. Everything. <laughs> he takes the petal. He can see the sheer joy in your face.
2: Yeah. Oh, you know, it's it's an epiphany. <laughs> and and I'm just looking at him expectantly yeah. like, you know, you have to experience this. And I'll just sort of hold the flower towards his face.
0: He will smell it and he will take a petal and put it in his mouth delicately ah, on his ah, tongue ah, and ah. <laughs> and he will taste it. And you see the smile arise upon his face and the joy come uh, cross over him. Uh, not quite to the same level as
2: you did, but definitely out of surprise.
0: Oh, this is this is
2: amazing. It is. I have never experienced anything like this before. Are you are you going to eat the rest of that? <laughs> not, no, I mean, not right now. I'll I'll save it for later. I mean, I'm not a glutton. The two of you arrive at the front
0: door. He he would probably go to knock um, after a, a few moments. Kevin, would you have a butler, or are you the recluse that actually tends to himself because you don't want anyone else?
1: The latter. That's it.
0: You hear a knock at your door.
1: Okay, so I am deep within the mansion. I'm just laying on the, one of the kitchen floors. Uh, it's the middle of the day, but I've been asleep for a few hours. I kind of wake up. A couple pans rattle off me. Uh, I look around blearily throw on my chef coat, and kind of trudge to the front door. Uh, It takes a few minutes, been a couple of knocks, but, you know, Shortstack's used to this. I fling the door open.
0: I was gonna say, by the time you get into the door, Shortstack's, like, uh, pounding on the door more. I know you can hear me! I know you're coming! Be faster!
1: So, I I, I fling the door open. Shortstack, what the devil do you... Oh. Stan. Come in, come in, I kind of absent-mindedly like brush at my chef's coat.
2: So you can tell that I'm thinner since the last time you saw me. There's a bit of a hollow look to my my face, my my cheeks, like it's really fast weight loss, not healthy weight loss, and I'm also leaning heavily on my cane as I sort of follow you out.
1: I look you up and down, but I don't mention anything about it. Please uh, come in, have a seat. And I kind of look around, and I, like, brush off, like, a bar stool that would you would find, like, in, uh like, a kitchen countertop area. And I just kind of set it there. Stan.
0: Uh, Shortstack says, okay, so I know you didn't want the visitors, but uh, Sandwich here, he, he's, he's not doing very well. And he, he wants the perfect sandwich. He needs your help.
1: It's fine, Shortstack, it's fine. Go, go cook. Make yourself useful.
2: <laughs> honestly Quan, i i don't know how you put up with him
1: stan you're not feeling well what what is this nonsense
2: it's it's true kwan i'm afraid that uh i'm dying and i'll look up at you dramatically as i say that i have only a few more weeks to live i've developed a allergy to food and of course being a food critic i have to eat food and it makes me sicker and then uh it's just a vicious cycle, but before I go, I would like the perfect sandwich. And I thought of you. And I'm talking like William Shatner, I'm just gonna <laughs> go with that. So, Quan, can you please make me the perfect sandwich? Me. <laughs> well Nicholas Cage in there too.
3: Okay <laughs> Let's go to Caleb.
0: So Caleb, you would be at your uh, at your own restaurant, correct? Would you have your own place? I was getting that feel from them, but
3: no, no. Ash <laughs> Ash wanders from town to town, nice. questing, searching for ingredients. He <laughs> is striding into this particular town. He's got his chef's coat, which is kind of a a blue with white highlights, kind of almost track jacket, but still a chef's (laughs) coat with a lot of pockets. He's got a little satchel over his shoulder. He's got a very snazzy ball cap on, and he is walking into town, looking around, following his senses, because as he is Uh, as he is an ingredient, a master at ingredient improv, he is letting his, uh, just instinct pull him to where he needs to go to find, uh, the ingredients to fulfill his quest. Wow.
0: Okay. So obviously we need a ingredient improv role. I believe this would be imagined because you're just kind of throwing it out to the wind. Yeah. Unless you have a, a rhyme or reason to how you do this.
3: No, no, I uh, I am just trusting instinct at this point. Okay, give me a roll. All right, so I failed my Imagine, but mm-hmm. I uh, passed my Ingredient Improv. Okay, could you use one of your tags to describe to me how you could do it better? Yes, very clearly, my fear of vegetables was causing me to avoid a certain area <laughs> of town where <laughs> the vegetable vendors are. and. If I lean into that fear, I will completely avoid that part of town, and that will pull me to the meat district, where clearly there are better ingredients.
0: Okay, so you can re-roll your failed die. This is uh, attributed to the belief chart that's in the middle of your character sheets. You all started with a four belief, so you can use anything on that one to four scale of that belief chart. The odds are passive abilities, while the evens you spend them for a one-time use lowering your belief so uh, sometimes when you want to buy a success because you know this is really important to me and my story and my character
3: you can do so but uh
0: usually by doing so you'll lose one of the passive all
3: right so with that re-roll i have passed my imagine all right so
0: you have better played your character and therefore done better than just the average show would have done in that situation all right so i i think that you grab actually some things that people would never think are edible. So you probably grab things like maybe some soot that has layered the corners of the wall and use that almost like a, the equivalent of like black pepper. Like people have no idea that how the bitterness you can grab from soot. Um, I, I like to think that you take some of the like hedge clippings that have been left by the gardener and you can use these almost like parsley, their top products. But what would be that sort of body of something that you would you would actually get out of your area? Uh,
3: I would definitely find some cobwebs. (laughs) Wow, all right, all right. Uh, Possibly to use as a binding agent (laughs) as I made a, uh, a meat loaf, a loaf of meat type thing if that were to exist.
0: Okay, so you know of the fear of monster. When you gather these ingredients, you can feel as if something almost between an alley was looking upon you. If, if the if the area around you could get dark, it'd be like that one cloud that was dark when it flew over you. Like you had said before to me as a player that you get this sense of dread that you don't think anyone else noticed that comes out of nowhere at this moment as your character just feels almost a dark presence in the area.
2: Turns out it's just scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't eat that soot. Yeah. So I feel
3: this dark presence. Yes. And I am a little bit concerned at this, as it is something that has been um, at the edge of my perception during all of my travels, but it feels much stronger here. Uh, However, since I'm wearing fear goggles, I will go on with my day, and I will pay attention to it. (laughs) Uh, However, I will not let it uh, get in the way of my mission. Nice. Nice something odd right okay
0: back to you, uh kevin
3: and
2: mike yeah i suddenly have like x-ray charts that i've managed to pull and i'm going through my diagnoses um so i, I need you i need you kwan i i can't imagine anyone else could make my last meal and i want it to be you i want it to be perfect
1: uh, of course stan uh I mean, we could, we could visit any one of my fine establishments. Uh, we've got Apple Hop, um, uh, Brannigan's. I mean, any one of those places can serve you an amazing sandwich.
2: I, I don't want one of your places, Quan. I want, I want you. I want, I want it to be from you, possibly your wife. Uh, that was a really weird relationship we had, but we don't want to get into details. <laughs> but how about a home-cooked meal? Why not right here? You hear a voice from, from the cabinet. No one's cooking a meal on me.
1: <laughs> uh, don't, don't mind Saucy. She, she hasn't felt like cooking with me for a while.
2: Well, you do have cold hands. Um, <laughs> but surely, Quan, it's me. You know, it's, it's Stan. We, we've known each other for, for a long time. This, this is literally my last request. I don't I don't want one of your sous chefs. I don't want one of one of your business managers making me a sandwich. I want it to be you.
1: I know that, Stan. I just I'm not the chef I once was. I don't have it anymore. It's it's not there. Ever since the incident with Saucy when she was changed, I just I don't dabble in food sourcing these days. It's it's too dangerous.
0: Kevin, you can see in the wall. Behind Michael's character, where he 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 you know it's behind him. He has no visibility, but you can see a shifting blackness that seems to almost ripple through the wall. It is not something new to you. It is something that almost haunts you, something that reminds you often about why you feel change is a bad thing. Why you feel that the route that you, a part of the thing that haunts you that's kept you on this path for so long of. Going with the sort of culinary business, but not with the new ideas and pushing forward um, innovation. You wouldn't have the hope of making the perfect sandwich (laughs) Uh, because you let that go long ago. And there's this black energy that almost ripples around
1: and haunts. Side stand. It's Uh, it's too dangerous. It's not just your life at stake. It's 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 everyone's.
2: Quan, Quan, look at me. You remember the Julianne World Championships in 1973. I let that change me, and I've regretted it ever since. Don't be afraid of greatness.
1: And then I look, I look in Stan's eye, and I, I, I shift up to the shadow. I kind of glare at the wall. You know, Stan, maybe, maybe there is a, cho- a chance here. Have you heard of a, this new chef in town? His name's Ash. Maybe. Maybe we could talk to him. I've been meaning to anyway. <laughs> Shortstack! Yes, you hear pans fall. Stop that infernal racket. No more cooking.
2: Make yourself useful.
1: Take us into town. You don't want me to carry you again, right? That will not be necessary this time, Shortstack.
2: It's shameful.
0: <laughs> People don't look at me the same when I carry you. I will walk.
2: I mean if you have if you got a car we could you know take that. You, have you tried your flowers? And I I'll, I'll, I have like a little book I'll open and my my flowers pressed and here you should you should taste this.
1: No, no, I've I've not had the chance. Be a little out of the norm for me. You
2: got to learn to live a little bit.
0: When you hold that flower, Kevin, you see that sort of black energy that's in the walls? Sort of like wisp as if it blew a gust of air, and the petals on that flower just fly through the air past you. Michael, you'd be none the wiser. Yeah. Huh. Like a breeze just flew through the wood You don't know any windows that are open, but strangely.
2: Is it drafty in here? I get cold a lot now.
0: I need a shawl. The lights do one of them dim flickers. You need to get some of those
2: new incandescent bulbs. I, can, little...
1: I kind of stand up, I'm looking around, and I kind of reach back to the cabinet, and I open it up, and inside is saucy. and i just grab the handle
0: short stack looks to you we should go yes
1: don't feel very good about this yes we should
2: and are you sure we want to talk to ash i've been hearing this good things about this guy named gary
0: (laughs) 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 okay and then back to caleb so caleb you were in town uh you were blind to the fear monster if you will where would you like to go Or would you blindly be taken in the direction of (laughs) the energy, where where you eventually need to go to thwart the energy?
3: Hmm. Well, I feel like I would be very much dedicated to just paying attention to where my instinct is taking me with these weird ingredients. Yes. So I, I, I think Ash is just wandering through this new town, not really paying attention to anything. So... He also cannot see this fear monster, even though he feels it lurking. Yeah. So I think he would let himself be guided by just fate at this point.
0: Give me a imagine roll. Let's let's go with your culinary, um, your ingredient uh, skill that you had. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the same thing we did before. But yeah, I feel like that taps right into this. It's 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 almost like your instincts of how you can find <laughs> your ingredients would tap right into you finding your way towards the energy you you seek.
3: Well, clearly the fates are with me because I passed both with doubles.
0: Awesome. Okay. So you have – actually, uh, Short Stack and Sandwich and Quazine walk out the door and actually we'll say when you go to reach for the door – The door itself doesn't seem to want to open, and the lights dim for even longer this time, and the second time that they flicker. Um, Meanwhile, outside, you happen to – Caleb, Ash happens to wander right to the mansion
3: of kitchens. And I think that as Ash is being led by destiny or fate or what have you, he is actually drawn right to the front door. Yes, and I am trying to chip some metal shavings <laughs> off of the handle to use as condiments, and that pushes the door open since they can't get it open from the inside.
2: Wow how how fortuitous! We were just looking for someone that knows where Gary's at. <laughs> Gary, you don't need to talk to
3: Gary. That that jerk is just a jerk face. I'm ash. There's no time
1: for your rivalry. I'm ash. way better something is amiss, I grip Saucy even tighter. In my other hand, I pull out my ever-sharp knife and I'm looking around.
0: (laughs) My ever-sharp knife?
2: How convenient. Quan, are you okay? You seem a little antsy. You don't
1: feel it. You don't see it. It's ever-present in the walls. It follows me everywhere I go. I try to dabble in something new.
0: Michael, we'll give you a check to see if you can start peering into any of this um do you have any skills you think would help you notice an evil presence (laughs) or an anti-innovative energy
2: i want to go with taste wizard because maybe i can taste the fear in the air i
0: like it it's definitely be imagined because it's a stretch but it's great
2: and that is going to be a big fat failure
0: okay do you have any tags that would help you better do this than just any old joe with imagined and uh, tastefulness or whatever.
2: Well, I'm easily frightened. So <laughs> I should be more susceptible to observing this sure, fear monster.
3: Sure.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So
0: how would that help you? Because you were...
2: I'm hyper aware of, of this because I'm easily afraid. Okay. So like when you reached for that door, you kind of probably auto started panicking. And yeah, then... like... My, I started getting palpitations and sweating, and who probably let let some gas loose and didn't realize it. <laughs> Man, I smell like sulfur. Like, What's going on? You can reroll one of your
0: dice. It doesn't matter which one.
2: All right, and I still fail. Okay,
0: the energy reaches out and latches on to Stanwich. Um, Stanwich, since you are already. A person that is frail and weak and 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 panicking for what? it Well, this energy grabs him, and you see just like in a horror movie, it zaps him into the wall, and just start. He just starts riding up the wall on his back, held by something that you cannot see. Some just kind of force, and obviously, <laughs> poor Caleb. Ash just walked in, was like, "Hey guys, <laughs> the door just opened." I need an adult. <laughs> Lightning quick, he's just rushed up the wall and along the ceiling. What well, would the... Probably, I, Kevin, you'd be the first to react.
1: Stan! I'll drop my weapons, and I'll start trying to do the fingerings of some of my food sorcery that I remember from <laughs> old, but it's just not catching.
2: Okay. Co- coat the walls with hollandaise sauce, and I'll slide right back <laughs> uh-huh. down!
0: So what we're going to do here is this is the first challenge. So we now have um, come to a situation where we need to figure out in more dramatic fashion what happens with our party and this strange fear monster. Um, so we have a fear monster, for lack of a better term, and I assign it a mind, body, and spirit with these 1 to 10 ranks uh, ratings. I r- apply it uh, ratings considering the circumstances. So I'm going to say that it has a mind of, let am going to say five. It's not trying to, it, it doesn't necessarily trying to kill anybody here. It's trying to uh, instill fear and thwart you. So it's, its body, if you're trying to fight it, it'd probably be a seven. Because f- as far as we know, it's like ethereal energy. And a spirit, trying to manipulate it or get it to leave, scare it off. That might be your best bet. So I'm going to give it a four. Now what these these stats mean is it's health. You, you'll be able to deal damage in any way you sh- you uh you see fit and by doing so obviously we know that the hardest way to defeat this monster would be fighting it physically uh, a little bit easier would be trying to outwit it or use some sort of tactics that will weaken its mind and manipulating it in a way that cause it to leave uh, spirit-based would be the best way to fight it i'm going to give it three tags uh, the tags i'm going to give it is obviously it's a fear monster so it is fear it is a monster so we will say that it is I don't know, we'll just go with monster, that's fine. So fear, instead of fear, I'm going to say scary. It's a monster, and uh, I like ethereal, because that's going to cause you problems, because it's not too easy to go after. Okay, so Kevin, with what you were saying, continue on. What are you going to do with your turn in this situation?
1: I am going to try to dig deep and use my magic for the first time in years to do exactly what he suggested, cake- the wall and hollandaise sauce so he can slide <laughs> down that wall this used to be a simple routine spell for me
0: you are more than welcome to just roll but you do have the options with your four belief of using hope or faith um of just allowing you to like for example with faith you could just change it into a double success i only mentioned it because of how you framed it if you wanted to you could just make this a double
1: success. um i otherwise give me a roll. I actually would not mind making it a double failure. Can you do that? Ooh.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You wouldn't have to spend anything. We'll just make it a double failure. Not the flambe! <laughs> Hollandaise sauce! <laughs> now, if you do make it a double failure, it, you are damaged by your roll. So your successes hurt the challenge. Your failures hurt you. Oh, okay. So in that case, the Hollandaise sauce was to get him to slide mm-hmm. down. That could have been a, a sort of a mind tactic. It was going to fly away with him using the wall. And you're like, no, not if he slides off. So in that case, you would take two mind damage. Okay. So your health on your,
1: your character, you lower your mind okay. by two. I can do that.
2: Do these come back at the end of like a scene? Yeah, exactly. What did you do Okay, do okay on the so wall?
1: I <laughs> attempted to use Hollandaise sauce. But like things just went out of control. And... A rock-hard loaf of bread hit the wall. (laughs) uh, Hit the wall, bounced back, rattled my brain a little bit, and just using the wrong magic just sapped my mind.
0: Shortstack catches you as you kind of would almost falter and fall backwards, and he's under your left arm holding you up from the drain of energy that you have hardly used. Um, Caleb, you were next... (laughs) As in, like, you saw this happen. I mean, you were probably, like, half leaned forward as you were because you were chiseling on the doorknob.
3: What would you like to do? All right, so I was chiseling on this doorknob. The door swung open. There's these two crazy old guys babbling on about <laughs> these shenanigans. I have no idea what's going on. I see one of them yanked away up in the air. I can't see what is causing this. However, my instinct is telling me that there is something happening as i saw a loaf of bread <laughs> summoned into existence i recall a hard loaf of bread a hard head. loaf of bread however i am a ginsu master <laughs> so knowing that i am a ginsu master and with my absolutely excellent skills of sandwich i am going to levitate the bread towards me i'm going to uh using my expert knife skills slice it into paper thin (laughs) slices and then uh i am going to project these paper thin slices into a shield around myself and these two crazy old guys
0: awesome awesome okay so this sounds like uh which skill were you using the magic uh, one. Use the uh, magic one.
3: Yeah, we're going to use sandwich Sandwichomancy on that one. Sandwichomancy, I think a bit more...
0: is this a spell you would have used before? Have you used shield properties using food before? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, I- I've definitely done that. So this is probably reason. Yes. So reason in sandwich Sandwichomancy, please. Now what's different with the challenge is in a challenge, I am more inclined to make you re-roll your successes. So there becomes a little tension game of re-rolling back and forth here.
3: All right, so I have failed my reason, but I did pass my Sandwichomancy. Okay. You can either use a tag now or
0: see if I'm going to use a tag against you.
3: All right. uh, I believe that as I am a hot-headed upstart, Mm -hmm. I simply will not accept my failure. (laughs) so even though the magic failed the first time i will put a little bit more brute force of will into it and just force this spell to to come through the way i know it works (laughs) reroll one of those dice still a failure okay and i'm gonna let it ride
0: because you had one and one and i'm okay with it so this do you think that that would have a effective like that's probably like a spirit thing. You're trying to manipulate it. You're trying to show it that, like, hey, you can't hurt us. Maybe yeah. you should just go. Okay. Yeah. So we both take a, a point of damage to our spirit. Okay. In your case, your uh, your intention and your working of will caused you some exhaustion. And also for also manipulating you that maybe you should just leave. <laughs> you know, but okay. Michael, you are on the wall. Um, you seem to be hooked per se. Uh, By an energy that seems quite strong, but that doesn't mean that you couldn't pull yourself off. How would you like to proceed?
2: Well, I'm I'm old and frail now. I've lost a lot of weight, (laughs) so I'm going to assume that my shirt is much too big, and I'm just going to slide out of it so that it'll my (laughs) my shirt will still be on the wall and I'll slide (laughs) out. Do you have any skill that would help you with that? Uh, No, I I do have knife ninja skills. Sure, sounds like an
0: imaginative use of knife ninja skills.
2: I'll 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 cut some seams to make it easier for me to pop Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: So roll Imagine and your uh, knife ninja skills.
2: I tied on the skill, but I passed the imagining roll.
0: Okay, so you got one and one. Would you like to use a tag, or do you want to see if I'm going to use a tag against you? I,
2: I'll go ahead and use a tag. Okay. Um, I'm very hard to please, and I'm not pleased with that, with, with this. <laughs> I, I really, really wanted to get out of this. <laughs> Okay, so your first thoughts of like
0: slicing the sleeve, you're like, no, nah, no, nah, that's not enough. I will get yeah, out nah. of this. Oh yeah, that was terrible. That was terrible. Uh, I failed again. So. Okay, all right. Well, and of course, I'm okay with you failing. So, did you fail both dice or just one? No, one and one. Okay, so we both take one point of damage. In this case, this is probably a a mind thing because you're trying to escape the trap. So you lose one mind, and I lose one mind, as it's realizing that you're more difficult to hold than it first assumed. Okay. Um, you, having been carried by the wall, are now being pulled up by the staircase and around into the staircase, being brought towards the second the second floor. Um, Kevin, what would you like to do in response? As he has now traversed the whole ceiling of the main hall and is now headed towards the staircase upward. Get <laughs> off my cardigan! <laughs> yeah, and you see that he's like half hanging out of his clothes.
1: Okay, um, so... <laughs> I immediately like shrug off uh, Shortstack, who I apparently just <laughs> poor Shortstack. He didn't This guy <laughs> real terrible for Shortstack. Get out of here! Um, and oh, Doctor Jones, why are you throw <laughs> me down the stairs? I see that the entity's just got him by his shirt, so I'm gonna reach down, grab my ever sharp knife, and I'm just gonna throw it
2: no! directly at the
1: shirt <laughs> to cut it. <laughs>
2: I'm going okay. to die, but not today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to cut that shirt and release <gasps> it from the entity.
0: So this is probably your frying pan frying
1: skill, because that's like your combat use, Yeah, right? it's, it's definitely my okay. version of ninjutsu.
0: It's probably an imaginative use, though, if you're, like, launching it. That sounds like something you're used to banging things with, okay. not so much, like, precision fire. So imagine in uh, Frying Pan okay.
1: Slamma. All right. So I have two successes there. I am. They're not criticals, though. Or w- they're not the doubles. doubles.
0: Given that the creature itself is scary, and you are a person who doesn't fully understand it, but this thing has haunted you for as long as you can remember. As long as your wife has been a frying pan. As you go to launch that knife, that there's a little tremble at the last
1: moment, which
0: causes you to re-roll your successes.
1: Which, did you have? You Okay. Had, I had two successes, so. Yeah, so we, we roll, roll both. both of them. Okay. Yeah.
3: This monster's a dick.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that means one of them is still a success. The other is a failure. Okay. Now would I be okay. able to use a tag so, in this instance? You already used it. Right? Oh. Um I thought frying plan, frying pan slammer was a skill.
0: No, it is. I'm sorry. I thought you already used it. No, if you haven't used one yet, go. Okay.
1: Ahead. Um, so We both get one application of a tag. Okay, I would like to uh, tag my infernal optimism okay. that, despite my fear, I can make this.
0: <laughs> the little tremble at the end of your fingers, and you're like,
1: I got this. Right, Perfect. Reroll re- that die. Yeah! Alright, I that got way. it.
2: Okay. Uh, I have a question, Pete. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have a rules yeah. question. Yeah. So, let, so, he's now rolling one of his dice. Mm-hmm. Die. Does the other number stay the same so he could now potentially get a double for a critical success or failure? Yes. So do we need to keep up with what you our original roles yeah. were? You okay. Should, yeah. That's
0: a great question because occasionally I have to point that out. Yeah. Okay. So, but you, Kevin, so you have two successes now? Yes. Okay. Now, with two successes, you can either add a tag. To the creature that maybe you could use against it, or you can remove one of the tags that it has so it doesn't have the advantage of using the three different options it has. Like, it used scary against you a minute ago. It has monster, and it has ethereal.
1: Uh, I am going to remove scary. Okay. Because I'm no longer as scared
2: of this thing. You are no longer afraid of this creature. Right. That monster. means Ash should be able to see it now, too. <laughs> oh, I like because how that's it's no longer out. causing fear.
0: <laughs> okay, and now the damage you dealt was two points of damage. Do you think that was manipulating it to leave? Or do you think that was, like, to remove Michael from the, uh, you know, being pulled along?
1: How, how do you think that would affect it? The knife throw was strictly to release Stan from its grasp. Okay.
0: so that's mine. Okay. It
1: cut through his shirt. So. so
0: the the ploy that the challenge has been using against you um, is the mind of it's reduced down to two. You've almost beaten it, it, its plans of how it was going to intimidate you and bother you. So you've seen uh, now, Michael. If you want to describe, you're probably fall to the staircase. Well, ba-do, 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 ba-do. yeah, <laughs> with part of your coat,
3: your coat on. <laughs> All right, so as i am watching this strange combat unfold suddenly i see shimmering into reality a an amorphous blob hey i don't look that bad with my shirt on <laughs> and then above <laughs> that amorphous blob i see a shape gotcha.
2: okay okay
3: and this shape is a large hulking humanoid uh, hunched over with weird protuberances all over its body and i suddenly realize that this is the thing that has been haunting me this time and i there there is now a knife sticking out of its chest and i realize (laughs) that this is my opportunity to deal with this thing so i am going to I'm going to take some of these odd ingredients I had been gathering as I wandered <laughs> through town, the and webbing, I'm going. The
0: soot, yep. The, the and, wh-
3: and what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, very quickly mix them into uh, a potion. I- I'm going to take and and my goal here is to create a tracking potion so that I can find it later. so with the uh using the cobwebs as a base i'm going to mix in the soot so that uh, this scent adheres to this creature and i will be able to follow it later on and locate it so i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna reach into uh my my chef's coat of many pockets pull out (laughs) A, a mixing flask dump the ingredients in my knife wand uh i i manipulate it almost too quickly for anyone to witness and it becomes more of a, a stirring implement but it still has the magical wand end on it and i mix this thing up i down it in one gulp and then <laughs> like a like the fire breather at a circus i belch out this ball of sticky black substance, and it just adheres to this thing so that I can track it later.
0: Are you buying that success or are you going to roll for it? Right? After all that, you're like,
3: maybe I should buy it because <laughs> if it doesn't happen,
0: I'm kind of screwed now. Yep. Yeah, I want to buy this one. Okay. So you use faith to make it a double success, and that lowers your belief by two, so your belief is now two. Okay. All right. But you get the double success. Caleb, uh, the double success will be enough to vanquish the, the creature because you're dealing that last two points to its mind. You're outsmarting it. You think that it's going it, to – it thinks it's getting away, but you're actually tracking it so that you know where it is and are able to, to better deal with it later. Go ahead and finish that out. So you had said that it's uh, – you would cast the spell on the fire breathing and such, and then where does it go? Because it thinks it's getting away now.
3: Okay, so – the creature was threatening both of these strangers in front of me it has been attacked with uh, a a knife that was thrown into its chest i belched this fire upon it the the creature will turn and look at me and glare at me suddenly realizing that i can see it and while the creature is made of fear it recognizes that ash poses a worthy threat so the creature will reach down into its chest grab the knife throw it to the ground and dissipate into a cloud of smoke and and move out uh one of the windows of this mansion the catch here is that since i marked it with my tracking spell i can now follow it by scent michael What happens with you? Think of it like you're kind of, what's the end cap for your
0: character in this scene?
2: All right. I'm going to pick myself up sheepishly, look around, wipe off some of the gunk that got on me. I'm sure, you know, it probably sprayed like everywhere. (laughs) I'll hesitantly paste it. Is that cobwebs and (laughs) grass clippings? Yeah. And then I'm going to walk slowly up to Quan and look over at him and go, I think you need to call an exterminator.
0: How does this scene end for you? Think in mind that something that helps inspire you getting your magic back.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll rush
1: over to Ash and I'll grip him by his chef's coat. You have it too. You You were born with the magic.
3: Of course. I'm destined to be the greatest chef, like no one ever was.
2: <laughs> and you make sandwiches?
3: I excel at making sandwiches, sir.
2: Then, sir, we need to talk.
3: Okay.
0: Milestone, right? We hit getting the magic back. We, we realized our enemy, the fear monster. We've thwarted it momentarily. But we have our... We know how to pursue it. And we've brought all the characters together. So, we'll go... Well, actually, the first thing we should probably do is... You do get to upgrade your characters. So, you each would get to upgrade two things on your character sheet. If it's got a number value... You can raise it up by one to two different things, or raise one thing up by two. The limit is, if it was your milestone, things can go up to eight. If it was someone else's milestone, things can go up to six.
1: So, if I wanted to increase one of my skills, I I would do that now, and that would count as one thing that's increasing? Yeah. And you get two of those?
0: Yeah, you get two of those. The first milestone, you get two.
1: Okay.
3: So since I spent Belief, can I increase Belief back?
0: As soon as we do this, we're going to talk about Belief. Because, yeah, your Belief always oh, goes okay. up or down at the milestone ends. So, yeah, you will be getting at least two back. So,
1: so like, say I took my food, Source switchy from beginner to skilled, and I pumped Imagine from a five to a six. Okay. I just wanted Great. to make sure that was a good example.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, it was your milestone, so you can raise things upward to eight. So, it's worth mentioning to you that this might be your only opportunity to do so, if need be.
1: Oh, okay. So, I don't have to increase a skill just by one bump? You
0: you do, but you could get it over six right now, but you won't be able to later.
1: Oh, okay. So, I could make one of my things legendary status? Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh, anything but Legend. Oh, okay. Legend actually has special challenges to, to gotcha, get that. Gotcha, All right. So. But yeah, if you have like a six and something, you could raise it to a seven. Like one of your skill to, one of your expert to the best. Gotcha. Or if you're one of your soul skills, if it's a six, where the other two guys are limited to you only raising things up to six, it makes the milestone that was yours a little better
1: for you. Okay. All right. So my food source, which you, I'll bump that to an expert then.
0: It's probably a good idea, just because the next time you'll be able to raise one of the other two
3: things you mentioned. Okay, Michael, what'd you do? Uh,
2: I raised imagining up to a five, and then I raised, raised my body to a four.
3: I raised my reason by two points to a six.
2: Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy Podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network.